Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. This is Ace Podcast Nation, and this is a very special edition of the fan show. It's a Wales fan show this evening. It's not live from the Roman Tavern. It's live from my home. But uh, I am joined by a, a ray of Welsh fans this evening. We're going to keep that roster rotating through the through the, the next hour or so. We're going to talk all things Wales. We're going to have a talk about Saturday's game. We're going to talk about Turkey tomorrow. We're going to talk about Robert Page. We're going to talk about a bit of everything, the fans. We're going to also talk about uh, our all-time Welsh 11s throughout the evening. And uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, it's really throwing me because I've got a different camera and a new camera. And it's like, it's in a different place. So I keep looking away. And I, so if I look like I'm not looking or I'm not interested, it's not, it's not that. But uh, the first, first up on the roster this evening is uh, none other than uh, ex-Salford City winger, ex-Banger City, Aberystwyth Town, Mosley, and an array of other clubs. Uh, delighted to be joined by uh, Rodri Giggs on a Monday, mate. On a Monday, no less. How the devil are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good, good week, good quiet weekend. It's that time of the year now, isn't it? It's still the weather's setting in. Christmas is around the corner. Oh, yeah, it's just chill, mate. Just uh, ramping up for the big one, mate. Why are we playing football either? So it's a bit, well, there's the, the, the Wales that we'll talk about, but other than that, there's usually a lot more. So, yeah, International Week's not not a great fan of. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Like, you, it's like you get every time you get start getting into the bloody club season, there's another international break, and I find it really frustrating. As much as I like watching Wales and, and the rest of it, I do find it frustrating. Because it's like I think this is the third one of the season, and we're like not even the end of November. But obviously, at least this this time round, there was a bit of um, you know, there's something on it, something on the games. Wales went into the Armenia game on Saturday, knowing if they beat Armenia, they beat Turkey, they would qualify automatically. Were you surprised, disappointed by the performance against Armenia? And I think, look, the one thing to add is Armenia are not like the Armenia. Armenia, I do apologise. They're not what they were perhaps 10 years ago. Like, they're not whipping boys. they got some really good footballers, some top-level footballers as well. But I felt going into the game that we could beat Armenia. And then the Turkey game was a bit like, you know, with being a home game, you're lucky and you're going to be confident. I was 
What were you? What did you think, mate? Were you surprised at the performance Wales put out on Saturday? First of all, he had a big decision to make, didn't he? So does he leave, does he play James Johnson? Does he, does he keep the same side? So he's kept the same side, which is probably the right decision. But when you concede so early on, plus when you get beat four two at home, it's the home game really. It's done it. If we win that game and we got three points, we're not not in no really. All we need to do really is draw or. It's really done, really, if we, if we win that game. So, um, yeah, I thought, yeah they they played, I thought they played well. Tired at the end. For the subs didn't do anything when they come on. Brendan Johnson and, and Daniel James thought they were terrible, to be honest. But um, good one to claw it back to get it to 1 1. But you think you're going to push on in the second half and, and get that one? It just wasn't meant to be. So. Well, just it was like basketball, to... mate. It was like end to end, just yeah, just no, one end to the other all the time. There was no really quality to that, was there? So, um, yeah, it was just one of them games that fizzled out in the end and not really too many clean cut chances. Like, I do feel like if Armenia had finished better, Armenia, Armenia. Had, Armenia had finished better, Wales could have lost four or five two again because they had some really good chances in the second half. Armenia did, and they just skied all of them, um, maybe a bit bit frenetic and didn't have the composure to put them away. But like, I think we let them, we stood off them a lot around the edge of the box and gave them a chance to shoot. And then we were, like I say, there wasn't really many chances. And Wales, I thought, I was a bit disappointed with the second half, I've got to be honest. I really thought it felt like a, a very typical away performance up to halftime where you're playing a team who were going to be comfortable on the ball. They got an early goal. Wales got back into it. And then you're hoping Wales are going to kick on, use the pace of Brennan Johnson and Daniel James off the bench. And it just never quite happened. And it was disappointing. And I know, look, I know that Robert Page has got his critics. I'm not sure Saturday... I don't know. I'm not sure Saturday is here. Even if, the, if it doesn't go well this week, uh, and we end up, no, it's, we've still got the playoffs. I still fancy yeah. us to get someone in, in the playoffs. And so it's still a, an outside chance. We've done it before. So why cannot do it again? So I, I would still fancy us against, against anyone, to be honest. You're not going to get too strong a team in, 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 that, in that pool of playoff teams. So. <clears throat> <clears throat> you just hope you don't get the strongest and get a team that you can, you know, you fancy yourselves against. Yeah, it's it's a strange one, mate, isn't it? Because when you look at the playoffs, and we will talk about some of the, you know, the different things which can happen with different results and, and who we can play and stuff. Like, I saw one post from Wales Online earlier that there's a good chance that... Um, Wales can have some winnable game, like a couple of winnable games in the playoffs on paper. Like I know, look, Poland are a great side. They've got one of the great strikers of all time playing up front for them. But he's also at the latter end of his career. He's not the Lewandowski of five years ago. So Wales showed on their day against Croatia, they can compete and beat anyone. But it's whether under the pressure on the big night, can they do it? And look, I think Rob Rob Page has got still got questions, and I think there will be those questions are going to remain regardless. If he qualifies, then obviously he can kind of step back and he can say, "Look, I qualified." But if he doesn't, particularly because of some of the 
individual performances throughout this campaign, I think he's going to be under pressure, mate. I really do. Like that, you know. Even though he's got a long contract, though, hasn't he? He's got it's like three years left. Yeah, yeah, yes, but I just think there's there's quite a lot of unrest. I don't know if unrest is like it's not like people are calling for his job, but it, there's definitely questions being asked of him, and I think in most cases those questions are fair. I think um, you know there's always a few who are a bit over the top and whatever. I think personally that maybe he. I don't know. I don't know if he needs help, like someone experienced with him, or whether he just tactically isn't quite there. There's something which doesn't feel right because I look at the Wales squad now, got a real good mix of of young and experienced players, and then you look at the twenty ones doing very very well. And I, if you ask the question long term, is Robert Page the the right man to take those two squads on? I, in my personal opinion, is I'm not sure. However, I'm fully behind him. And while he's manager, I'll support him. And, you know, I don't think anyone should be giving him too much grief. You can you can criticise without being a dick at the end of the day. You can look at the decisions he makes and the performances the team put out and analyse or look at that or have an opinion without being a bit of a knobhead. And unfortunately, social media does uh, bring out the knobheads, doesn't it? It's just the way yeah. it is, mate. That's yeah. just the that's just a a part of social media, I guess. That we that's all always going to be there. But you, you know that when you take the job. But you know, even he would have, would would expect to to qualify. But, um, but it's them home games. You win them home games, mate. It's so important. And obviously, pick up a draw or, or maybe a win. But them home games, you can't get beat at, and getting beat four two. So that's the bad one. Yeah, I mean that's the one that's cost us, isn't it? When you look at yeah. when we look back on this, if we don't qualify automatically, which looks unlikely, I just think that um that's the one, isn't it? That's that's the game which has cost us. Like you gotta try and win your home games. And the frustrating thing is you look at the Croatia game, Wales were and have got the players and the squad to beat some of the top teams, like they're good enough. It's just there's something on in this qualifying campaign. In some games, something just hasn't been right. Is it the selection? Is it the tactics? I don't know. But you know, and look, like Reese makes a good point in a the chat there. He says, you know, he's lost Gareth Bale, which I think people are now seeing perhaps how many times Gareth Bale dug us out of tight games, of games where we needed just something out of nowhere. And I think towards the end of his Welsh career, people got a bit, I don't know what the word is, like just used to it, like almost expecting it of him, but like that so, man. So, I, 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 disagree, I disagree, you know, I disagree with that because people would, you know, that can, it can go the other way as well. People could say, look at people saying that with Tottenham, look how they've started without Harry Kane. So sometimes, sometimes people got to stand up and, and be better and they have done. It was just one game. That game that he got beat four two, conceded four goals at home, which is just not good enough. Should be winning them games. If you yeah, win them, they started them games, badly. Didn't we're, on, well. we're on what fifteen points, sixteen points mm. now. So yeah, and then all we need is a draw. We um we started the, the campaign badly, didn't we? 
I mean, let's be honest. The the performances at the start of the campaign campaign were were poor, and I think it's always difficult when you make a bad start. It just it's hard to come back. Is and as I, as I alluded to just now, like Armenia are not the same side they would have been ten years ago. Like you look Armenia. at the group. That's what I said. You said Armenia. Armenia. It's my it's my Manchester accent. No, um, I think years ago we'd have looked at that group for like five, ten years ago we'd have looked at that group and thought, oh, here we go. So as long as we, you know, we should be everyone except Croatia. Like Turkey, we're capable of beating. But I think Turkey, Armenia, even Latvia <laughs> have got a couple of players. Like there's 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 always players. Like all these players play in the top leagues around Europe now, and it's not a, a simple thing. However, I stand by what I said at the very start of the group is that Wales should be qualifying from that group. I felt like that they had enough experience and quality players to qualify from that group. Um, so just before I let you go, mate, um, I asked you to come up with your all-time Wales 11. Um, so uh, in your own time, you let us know, mate. Well... Uh, Forgot about this. Um, no, no, no. Oh, you're gonna have to do it on the fly. Off the fly, Neville Southall. That's just given. Okay. Neville Southall, uh, left back. Oh my god! This is Van der ha- Va- Va- Pat Van den Howe. Uh, <laughs> he was all right, man. I don't I'd know if he's all time. I'd rather play in Blackwell with him. He played left yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played left back for a bit. Gareth Bale played left back for a bit. You could have him, really. Depends. I mean, is Nico Williams in the conversation? Is he left back, is he? Mm. <clears throat> That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he's still playing. He's young. Is he already in the conversation for the best left back? Yeah, let's, Neil throw let's throw him there. Put Nico what about in. Neil Taylor? No. Let's put Nico Williams in there. Okay. Um, so Southall, Nico Williams. I'll put Kevin Ratcliffe. Yeah. Um, Surely Danny Gabadon's in the conversation. Danny Gabadon. Yeah, Danny Gabadon. Danny Gabadon. Although, yeah, Danny Gabadon, yeah. Um, right, right back. back, right back. I have no what, recollection of fullbacks, they're all rubbish, right? Well, not rubbish, no, I mean, but yeah, no, I suppose you could have Clayton Blackmore. Did he definitely yeah, play? Let's, let's, put some, let's put some bed in there, yeah, he'll be happy about that. Clayton, <laughs> right, right back, uh, um, midfield, right midfield, Craig Bellamy. Uh, four four two is it? Oh, let's go for yeah. Uh, Chris Gunter, you did the most capped Wales player of all time. Didn't have him at right back. No, just because uh, you play a lot of times doesn't mean yeah. Yeah, I'll accept that. I got it. It's your, uh, your level. Don't get me wrong; he's a steady player, but you know, doesn't stand out. Um. Good. So you got Bellamy right wing, you've got uh Joe Allen, you could have obviously you've got Ramsey. Um going back further, who have you got Robbie Savages? 
Uh, no, we'll play. I'm gonna play four three four three three. Yeah, four three three. I'm gonna play. Uh, so I'm gonna put in the midfield. I'm gonna put uh, Gary Speed. I'm gonna put. I'll put Robbie Savage in there. But you didn't have Ashley Williams either. Who did I have? Gabadon and Ratcliffe. Kevin Radcliffe won a league title with Everton, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just reminding you of some players. Gary I'm just, Speed. I'm just, I'm just reminding the people who don't remember Kevin Radcliffe who played for Everton, won multiple cups with Everton and the league. So, yeah, that's why he's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bellamy on the right. I don't know, I'm in the midfield here. All right, okay, go on. Uh, Gary Speed, Robbie Savage, and on a diamond, I would go. I would go Arkid, put Arkid there actually. On the left of a diamond. On the on the left, yeah. Put um, Bay on the right, Bellamy on the left, Ian Rush. Bosh, there we go. No Mark Hughes, no Aaron Ramsey, uh, no Joe Allen. No, no, Ashley, no, no, Vinnie Jones. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the midfield, Gary Speed would definitely be in there. Yeah. I would. I you could, could also do, play that fullback. You could do that play as a number 10, easily. Play mm. anywhere on there. So you no John Charles? What? No John Charles either? Is he, was he, he midfield? Or is he centre forward? He played, he literally played centre forward, midfield and... Uh, centre back, right? So, Robbie Savage out of there, John Charles. John, yeah, you got to have him there. I've got all about him. He's so John Charles. Time. So, your midfield was John Charles, yeah, John Charles, uh, Great Speed, Arkid, Bellamy on the left, Bay on the right, Ian Rush, Sparky. You know, you got Sparky, Ramsey, um, yeah, very, very, very strong bench. You know, five. So but you can't they can't Hughes, all play, mate, can they? Hughes, Joe Allen, Williams, um Gunter. No, Joe, I've got uh Joe Allen, um Hughes, Williams, all that good stuff. Savage. Yeah. No, Dean's missing out Dean Saunders as well. He was a very good striker. Yeah, Wales uh, like all time eleven is that uh, all time squad is strong, mate. Strong as it should be. The midfield, um, it's midfield. I think. Man, you Gary Speed was a very good. Gary player. Speed was such a good player, mate, and very he could play player. like on the left as well. And when you got like John Charles in there, and you got Arkin in there, so that's a strong free free that. So yeah, you could, you could and it, you got that front free. Ian Rush, goal machine, Speed, and Bellamy and Bale. What? Come on. Yeah. Be awesome, mate. Right. Um, before I let you go, then, mate, and bring Dan in. Uh, prediction for Wales versus Turkey tomorrow, mate. Uh, oh, is it going to be a damp squid? Or well, I think there's still a chance. Like if Armenia, if Armenia turn up against and get a draw against Croatia, and we win, we go through. So yeah, like, so we've got, to, to we've got to turn up. I'm sure it's going to be a full house because people would have expected oh, it's going to be near to a full house. Yeah, it was so it's so it's a complete sellout. That always helps when it's a full house in Cardiff. They always feel strong because when the crowd get behind them, it's you know we, we push them on. So uh, let's go two one, two one. Sweet. 
sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, mate, appreciate you joining me uh, on this fair Monday. It's, yeah. uh, it's always a pleasure. I'll uh, I'll see you on Thursday, where we'll break down the game and we'll talk about this, that, and the other. And um, I'll tell you about my. I've had two two successful stints on BetMates as well, but uh, I'm not going to talk about it too much until they sponsor us. So that's the only thing. So there we go. Wait, I'm not with PennyPal anymore. So you can take that shit right off. All oh, right, there. They can. They they don't get free uh, free uh, free free no more. Oh, there. See that, you yeah. later. I finished with them about two or three months ago. Good stint, yeah. about five years. So five years and the greatest advert ever made. What more can you yeah. ask for, mate? See you in a bit, pal. Yeah, see you on Thursday, buddy. Take it easy, Later. my friend. Later. So that was Roger Giggs. Nice one to Rodri for joining us on a Monday. Let's bring our next Welsh fan in. It is Dan from Cardiff Classic Shirts. Whoops. Let's bring that back in there. How are you, my friend? You good? How's it going? All good, mate. All yeah, good. I had to. I had to go for a little sit down after hearing Robbie Savage mentioned in a Wales all time. Oh, I know, mate. I know, mate. Um, it's Robbie an interesting. Savage. It's an interesting shirt you got behind you there, mate. Very. Uh, like, what's that one? Oh well, um, obviously we're not doing the Roma Tavern tonight, are we? So um, no. I'm recording in my spare room um, where I've got my own sort of match worn collection of shirts hanging behind me. But um, far bit from me or you to uh, you know give a little Easter egg out for what's coming up in the new year. Um, Indeed. Whatever's hanging there is just whatever is hanging there. Yes. Reckless speculation, mate. There is absolutely no links to anything. Um, no, I've, I've heard things, I've seen things, but you know, just got to see what happens, isn't it? Um, so talk to me, my friend. What did you make of the Wales Armenia game? It was very. I thought I looked, mate. I was disappointed. I got to say, I was really, really disappointed with I th- Wales' I, I think, performance all round. I think we've. Um... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We've probably become accustomed to a higher level of performance than in the big games as well, isn't than, it? than we deserve. Uh, if you if you told nineties us, you know, if you told us in ninety five that we'd be watching these sorts of games, relying on you know results to do this or that to qualify for a major tournament, then we'd bite your hand off for it, no matter what the the end result was. But we've We've become spoiled over the last 10 years, haven't we? And yes, to, to see a Welsh side play like that, so willfully just give the ball away with absolutely no interest in... I mean, did we did we realise that we were playing in white and they were in red? We gave the ball away so often. It was it was an awful performance to watch, and it was anger-inducing. I mean, I watched it in the Queen's Waltz. I didn't go over there. I watched it in the Queen's Waltz, and everyone around me was just infuriated by how poorly we played. It's one thing losing a game or drawing a game even as we did, but to not really turn up and give any account of yourselves was really disappointing. And yeah, you have to you have to wonder does it come down to those players not having played 
at all. Yes, they, I mean that, and this is interesting. I've got a video coming out later in the week um, talking about. Well, there's a couple of players, two players, so th- three players, which are actually mentioned in the video in the in this Welsh squad, and like there is a few of them who, yes, they play for Premier League clubs, but when you actually look at their minutes on the pitch, yeah, they, you know, they play what twenty minutes maybe at a push on yeah. a weekly basis, and as we've discussed in the at the last Cardiff City from uh, fan show at the Roman Tavern, uh, you know, come join us when it starts back up after the international break Monday evenings. Uh, the under twenty ones system is not worth the papers written on in terms of getting players and squad players game time. So a lot of these players are coming to Welsh duty, and they, yeah, they just they're not playing a lot of football, so it can be difficult. And look, as I said to Rodri just now, mate, um, it's not Armenia, Armenia of ten years ago, where maybe. They've got one good player. Um, these are a lot of them play at Champions League clubs. You know, they they they're decent footballers. And I, I've got to say, I think if they could finish, we'd have been in trouble because they missed a lot of chances in the second half. Um, the thing which I found really frustrating, mate, was when you look at the, the the game versus Croatia, the the system, the tactics, the performances was so spot on. That you felt like if we play like that in these two games, we'll probably win. That's how yeah. good that performance was. Yeah. And to kind of follow that Croatia game up with a a performance like that and giving the ball away so easily and, and things like this, it was yeah. very disappointing. Um the key word side there from the Croatia performance is effective. It was effective. It was set up to do a job and it did its job. And then we went to Armenia and we went, ah, let's not bother. Uh, we, 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 I, I think we thought we were just going to pass the ball around and score a couple of goals, and that'd be us. And then we'd have the real test of Turkey on Tuesday. I think we yeah. underestimated Armenia, which for a team who got beaten 4-2 in their own home ground... Is outrageous. Ago, ...is insane. Uh, yeah, it's outrageous, mate. When you think of how they took us apart in that game... And yes, we played badly in the game and we probably gifted them at least a goal or two. However, like, as I mentioned, you know, these are Champions League players, some of them. So if that's the case, you have to be ready and expect a hard game. You have to expect the game at the same intensity and level as Croatia. And I feel like, and you look, some of the some of the players, you know, like um, James in the middle of the park, these are young lads. So... Even Ampadu, you know, these are young lads. Ampadu is very experienced for his age, for which particularly with Wales. You know, he's played in World Cups and um, and Euros, but he's still young. Like, you need the players, Kiefer Moores, your Ben Davises, to really step up and, and get these players through. And I feel yeah. like, like Rodri touched on it a bit, like Brennan Johnson didn't really get the rub of the green when he came on. Daniel James is like no, the but- most... Inf- should he be in starting alongside well, keeper in a game you need to win? You know, we've got a Spurs striker. Here's a question for you, then, Mitch, right? Um, which I wanted, I saved for, for you rather than Rodri. I think you're going to ask me the same thing as I was going to ask you. Okay. So I what? asked, um, so I saw a few comments earlier on saying um, that we set up or did Robert Page set up to not lose? instead of 
go and win. Do you think that was the case? Um, I don't, and that wasn't the question I was going to ask you. Okay, um, but I, I don't think there was no value in setting up to go and draw the game and relying on other results. We had to go there and we had to set up and try and win the match. That's. But surely, if that's the case, you play. You start in Brennan Johnson, who's one yes. of the most formed strikers in the country. Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I just don't think he's got ta- his tactics right. There's no way that he went there looking for a draw. But, um, but then, but he didn't forget, get it right. Or maybe we forget. Maybe collectively we forget. Like we started off against Croatia tactically different to how we finished the game. Like he adapted in the game, changing slightly because we were not, I don't know, wouldn't say overrun, but like we were having issues with the system he set up with to start and he kind of changed it a little bit. So well, that's different than setting up for a draw. Yeah, no, no, of course. I, I understand that. And I think, um, but then to me, if you're a player subconsciously and you see Brennan Johnson on the bench, does that subconsciously send a message to you that with the team we're setting up to be solid rather than we're setting up to get at the, the opponents? But isn't that a more card of City have been setting up rather than how Wales have been setting up? And yeah. if you did want to inspire that fear into your opponent, would you not have had someone else from Cardiff City on your bench there? If, was there someone else from Cardiff City that you could have looked to on your bench after 75 minutes and gone, this is a young boy who could have come on and done something here? Well, I just think in tight games, you need creative players. You need yeah, players. Yeah, and where can... was he? He was with the under-21s. And look, the under-21s are doing very, very well. I, wouldn't, I know um, there's someone later on who wants to touch on it, but let's fo- keep it focused on, on the first team for now. Like... To me, Colwell should rather... have been there. Colwell yeah, should have maybe... been on that bench. Colwell should honesty... have been on that bench coming off after 75 minutes when we needed something to change. To me, if I'm the national manager and i got two games to, to win, I want my bench to essentially be full of midfielders and strikers and forwards and creative players with you know, one or two defenders who can cover fullback or centre-back basically, because I want as many options as possible to change a game, to create uh, an inspirational moment, whatever it may be. And I don't want to look at my bench and think, oh, I really wish I had X, Y and Z. Yes, I would have taken Colwell because I think he's got a bit of an X factor. And I just think whether it's Colwell, whether it's um, Daniel James, whether it's Harry Wilson, Brennan Johnson, we've got players who can do things out of the blue. But I don't think, tact- like, sometimes I feel like we tactically set up to the only way we can play is one way. We either play very, very sort of possession based football or we lump it up to Kiefer Moore and hope like people can play off him. Yeah. Whereas I think. We've got a squad that is more capable of playing a different range of tactics if those aren't working. Like Nico Williams, I don't know what's happened this season with him in terms of his club, like why he's not playing club football. But you, I think we've all seen him for Wales, for Forest, even for Liverpool at times. 
Like, he's very, very good at getting forward. He's very, very fit. He can go up and down all day. So let's utilize that a bit more instead of, like, very two-dimensional sort of tactics and stuff like that. Um, right. Uh, Reese has asked, how much is that chopper shirt behind you? Because Christmas is coming up and his mum's in the chat. Uh, it's not for sale. Sorry, Matt. Uh, I bought that from Chops. Um, I bought it from Chops uh, at the start of the year, um, uh, along with a couple of other shirts, uh, some of which probably will be behind me. Um, but that that's actually uh, his debut shirt. It's a shirt that he wore when he first pulled on the uh, on the Cardiff Blue and uh, signed by the full squad, um, including himself, obviously. And, so not uh, yeah, that, that that's one that never will be for sale. That's why it's here in my. In do you my, have uh, any? Uh, do you have any chopper shirts for sale? Uh, not at the moment, but you know, before December, uh, there may be a few things coming up where we'll have some uh, some signed chopper bits or not match ones because I, I tend to not sell match ones unless it's part of a uh, a sponsorship deal. Um, so yeah, th there won't be any chops match ones for sale that I know of, but um, yeah. yeah, signed shirts certainly could be arranged. Indeed, uh, I got to pull up um, Rob Boyle, who's just made a comment which I'm really not happy about. Um, Rob Boyle says, from a Cardiff perspective, I would rather play Ugbo ahead of Kiefer Moore. I just, I cannot fathom, I cannot fathom such a comment. Does, does he mean outraged. for Wales or for Cardiff or for? His uh, he says from a Cardiff perspective, but I am outraged. However, I'm not even going to give Rob the time of day by by responding to it and discussing it because it's such a an absolutely disgraceful point, and uh, it's just yeah. wrong. But what that I will say is that uh, Reese's mum says that um, Kiefer Moore looked absolutely wrecked, totally unfit, and I think that goes back to what you were saying, mate. Is these play if like Kiefer Moore, Nico Williams, uh, who, else? who else is not playing? There's a few, isn't there? Who's just there's plenty. I'm trying to think now that, but like you know, I think so. so should Robert Page, and it's very look, it is difficult because we are a small nation, but should Robert Page from a starting 11 perspective be looking at how much football? players have played on both ends of the spectrum if players look tired because they've played every game or if they've not played much and they're not match fit like which ones do you feel like you should take that into account well there's a couple feel... of ways you can look at yeah, that yeah there's a couple of ways you can look at it you you can say you know i want you to be playing football for your club before you come into the Wales setup but he could also be sort of pushing them towards saying, if you aren't getting first team football, in the be it in the Premiership or in the in the Championship, then maybe look to drop down to a place where you are getting first team football and you are playing competitively, like Kiefer Moore, for example, at Bournemouth. We don't know what happened with him in the last couple of days of the transfer window. He was heavily linked with Cardiff, but Cardiff aside. If he dropped down to a championship team, uh, sorry, if he dropped down to a team where he was playing more regularly, then would we be seeing a different key for more now? I don't, I don't know. And you could, you could apply that same logic to other players. It, the, 
the international managers, they're able to say to their players, look, you need to be playing. If you want to be picked, you need to be playing football. Yeah, and I think like that puts a bit of pressure on them to sort of do something at their clubs in the same way that clubs put pressure on players who are going out internationally. Like famously, your your guest before me, Rodri, his brother, his 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 brother's manager would not often let him go and play international football. It works both ways. Yeah, yeah, I think the manager's got to. You know, he's got to tell these players you've got to be playing. Like we're not like um, you know, even a, a, a nation the size of England, you've got a much bigger pool of players to play from. You know, ha, what the manager has stayed loyal to players who aren't playing. Yeah. But he has also told them that when push comes to shove in the big games, if they're not playing, they might not be around. So Obviously, we don't have the same array of options no. to pick from. However, I do think he probably needs to say something along those lines. And you imagine, right? Say Kiefer Moore had come in the last uh, days of the window to Cardiff, and he was, uh, you know, hitting a bit of form, scored a few goals. I think it's a fair. I don't think it's too hypothetical to say that you'd see a different version of him playing for Wales now because he'd be yeah. banging form. Playing week in, week out, playing with you know confidence, with a, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. And I think it wasn't just him. I think it's I think it would no. be unfair to single out Kiefer Moore, but oh, he did God look yeah, he yeah. looked no, unfit. He did look unfit. And unfortunately, because it's a must-win game, you're not going to take him off because you need a goal. No, I to be honest, I think the confidence is more important than the fitness. Yeah, I think the the confidence can get you through, can't it? When you get tired and you you know that adrenaline. Um, I tell you what, Dan, let's talk a little bit. Um, we are, we got a bit of time anyway. Um, so let's talk a bit about the the, the permutations, basically, to uh, what can happen tomorrow. So Croatia will qualify if they beat Armenia, Wales, or or if we lose to Turkey. Yeah. Wales have to beat Turkey and hope that basically Croatia, if Croatia draw or don't win, then we'll, and we win, we go through. So I think it's fairly simple. Go and win the game. And look, I'd fancy Wales to beat anyone at home. I really would. Um, or should I say, I would have fancied Wales to beat anyone at home before that Armenia game because that yeah. Armenia home performance was as as poor a performance as I've seen in probably 10, 15 years for Wales. It was awful. We haven't yet earned the right to say that uh, the Cardiff City Stadium is a fortress. We've won a lot of games there. We've not lot of, we, we haven't lost a lot of games there, but we haven't earned the right to say it's a fortress yet. We don't expect to beat anyone who comes in. And expect to give them a game, a Sorry? Expect to give them a game, though. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. But Turkey have won. Turkey have won the group for a reason because they're the best team in the group, and the rest of the group has been wildly competitive. So, although I expect Croatia to be professional enough tomorrow at home to get the job done against Armenia, you never know in football, do you? You never know. No, you just don't know. Like you know, if we, the way Armenia if we played, get, man, we get an early I... goal against Turkey and Armenia just maybe maybe they're 
maybe they're winning, maybe they're drawing nil-nil at half-time. It's going to get in everyone's heads, and that's what football does. You know, we can't rule out we can't rule out qualifying tomorrow. It might happen, but we've got to go out and do a professional job, and we've got to hope Croatia don't. Yeah, and I, there's one other thing as well is with them. Armenia are very much in a situation which Wales have been in a lot of times over the years where you're almost playing for pride, but you are also playing for your rankings and to try and get a better draw the next time the draws are all done and the seeding's done and all yeah. this. So the higher they finish is, is obviously better for them. You know, Turkey just beat Germany 3-2. If Armenia, if Armenia win, though, and Turkey beat us, then Armenia would be in second, wouldn't they? Yeah, I believe they can still qualify. So I think it's a bit. I think there's a bit of goal difference in it as well, though. I think there's. They've got everything. Mm. They're, they're not turning up for uh, for appearances either. No, I thought they were pretty good on Saturday as well. Like I just thought it was their finishing which really let them down. But their build-up play and the way they went about their business, I thought was pretty good. You know, um, they were great at the Cardiff City Stadium. We 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 can't we can't look at that Cardiff City Stadium result as being a shock or a, a surprise. Uh, really, it wasn't a fluke. At the end of the day, we played 90 minutes of football and they comprehensively outplayed us in every department. Yeah, 100%, mate. And I think, look, going on to Turkey, I think um, Turkey are beatable. But they're top of the group for a reason. They've got some very, very good young players. Um, Very quickly, mate, what would your starting 11 be tomorrow? Uh, just one thing on that last point. Let's not forget, Turkey are going to be out for a little bit of revenge from what happened in 2020. So yes. they are not going to be they're not going to be looking to roll over and let us qualify. Um, tomorrow, right? Obviously, it's Danny Ward, isn't it? Yeah. Um, sure. Actually. I would start with. I probably would start with the same eleven. Okay. I probably would start with the same eleven. Um, Interesting. We can't make. I'd be more inclined to make squad changes than I would starting eleven changes. Okay, explain very quickly. So I'm assuming you'd bring in Colwell. Would you bring yeah. in any any more of the twenty ones? Sure, I might bring Charlie Savage in. He's got something about him, hasn't he? I would bring in if you like. So I'm just kind of hypothetical. Hypothetical, I guess. If if I was going to bring in some youngsters to add some legs, a bit of creativity, I'm looking at Sa- Savage, Colwell, and maybe Ashford because he's just been on a bit of a goal streak recently. Yeah, actually, and yeah, I think that, there's a lot be to be a, said for form. In that'd Anthony be a really interesting football. wild card. Yeah. I mean, you, you know what? If we've got five minutes to let, five minutes left, and there's a chance, and we've got nothing, you know, there's nothing to lose by going for it, is there? So, nope. yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. Um, from a starting eleven point of view, I would go with Lockyer, Lockyer, uh, Roden, and Davis. I would go Connor Roberts and Nico Williams, Jordan James, and Ampadu. I think give us a really good mix and a good base. It does I seem to then, work. Then I'd have Harry Wilson behind, or I'd have Harry Wilson and Brennan Johnson behind Kiefer Moore. I think Brennan Johnson 
has to start. Like, yeah, has to start. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give you that. Look, we've got to go and try and win the game, haven't we? We've we've got yeah. to go and try and win the game. But yeah. we don't have to. Oh, I don't know. It's a it's a tough one. Turkey kept, beat Germany, mate, the, the other day. Kept it tight and then went and tried to win it. I, I don't know. We could get into half time, and if both games are nil nil, then we. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think the crowd will be important on Saturday. And one thing I think that Cardiff don't always do well, but Wales do do well, is they get the crowd behind them. And I think a quick start, an aggressive start, um. Fast start will get the crowd and the atmosphere loud, enthusiastic, etc. Whereas if we kind of build slow and try and keep it tight for half time, I think the crowd kind of switches off a little bit. And because we know that we're going to get a playoff place, so it's kind of like to the crowd then lose a bit of interest. I've been surprised how many people I've seen selling their tickets. Um, since that day, right? yeah, I've seen a few people, and unfortunately, look the, now more than ever because I think Wales have got a very young squad at the moment in terms of overall experience outside of your Ramseys and your Ben Davises. You're looking at a lot of young players, but who have played a lot of games for Wales. Um, they they need their they need the support of the the fans the people and I think that's important that we stick with them. Um, but let's not forget Turkey beat Germany the other day, so it's it's one of them. They rested a lot of players as well. So, We've beaten Germany too, you know. Yes, indeed. Um, do you know what would be interesting? Yeah. Well, I saw I saw us beat Germany. Robert Earnshaw scored a goal. I was sat behind the goal with my German girlfriend. Oh, yeah, time. of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had a German girlfriend at that time before I met my wife. And um Is that why she left you? Yeah. She she never spoke to me after that because uh, Robert Earnshaw ruined date night. Um he still ruins my date nights now. My missus loves him. Um right then, mate. Just while we wait for the uh the next the next Welsh fan. Why don't you run me through why Rodri Giggs's world time uh, all time Welsh eleven was wrong and tell me <laughs> yours? Because how long have we got? Yeah, five minutes or so. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't see Robbie Savage taking a place in there. Um, mm. I also thought your Vinnie Jones shout was um, outstandingly poor. <laughs> um, look, I'm not I'm not as old as uh, everyone else in the group, so. Um, I'd also start with Neville Southall. Okay. Um, for me, left back. Do you know what? Oh, I was he left back? I'd say Mark Penbridge. Um, he left back or right back? Just ever left so back, slightly before my time. Yeah, Penbridge was left back. I would have said left back. Yeah. Um, in the middle then. I've got to have guns, haven't I? I think so. It's hard not to have Ashley Williams either. Yeah, I think... Um, I guess it depends on what formation you play because I, I do agree with Rodri that Kevin Ratcliffe has to be in there. I do agree with Rodri that See, that's before my time, though. I can't be forgiven for uh, not picking players before my time. Yeah, but then that's... like, Would you not have John Charles? Would you not have... Like, there's... 
it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, um, is there is there right answers? Is there? Yeah, look, it's it's never ending because there's so many choices and options that like it is just it is what it is. You're going to leave players out. Um, there's no right or wrong answer, so you go with who you think, mate. Um, so right to me, back, Danny Gabadon has there, to be. Would I have right back? Would I have Neil Taylor just for that goal against Russia? I think I might. I think I might. Sneaky having Neil Taylor on the right, I'll give you it though. Um, no, but if, what... if I if I don't pick a Jack anywhere, I'll get in trouble, will I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Go on then, go ahead, very quickly then, mate. Uh, who's next? Oh, um, I'll also go with um, Rodri's brother on the left. Um, I'll go with Aaron Ramsey in the middle. On the right, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. The pressure's on now, isn't it? Yeah. Who would you have? On the right, probably Bellamy. I'd probably go Bellamy off the right. Um, That's better. I'd have had Bellamy up top. So, yeah, yeah, let's fit him in. Let's fit him in. Because I think there's there's other options that you can go through up top, whereas the right is probably a bit more. But then I I think there's an argument. There's an argument you could make to play Bale on the right and give yeah, them the yeah. well, you know it's it's personal preference i guess isn't it so if i've got three front men then i'll have i'll have gareth on the left i'll have mark hughes on uh, uh, down the middle oh fuck me where's where's ian rushko <laughs> um or dean saunders christ no i'll have saunders on the right hughes down the middle bale on the left yeah rushy's got to do on the bench no Simon Davis, no Aaron Ramsey. No. I had Ramsey in the middle. Who did you, you have in midfield? Speed, I had Ramsey. Speed, Ramsey. Who was the third? No, I didn't one? have speed, did I? Oof. No, uh, you can't ask me. Next time, ask me these questions when I've got I a will. prepared. I will. I'll give you. We'll we'll come back to it. Um, and Dan, delete this video because I will hate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Uh, mate, man. I'm going to uh, bring in the next Welsh fan. Uh, I'll speak to you on Thursday, mate, when I come down the shop. All right. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. And uh, joining me next is Donna Perry. Hi, Hi Donna. Hi, UK. Yes, I'm very good. Thank you. You good? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Come to share my views on Wales with you. Indeed, indeed. So, first and foremost, talk to me about Robert Page. Is he the right man for the job? I don't think he's the right man for the job, Si. I've never really been a fan of him. Like, when he came, he didn't have much experience, did he? he had the, it's, a, it's a bit like the Steve Morrison-Cardiff scenario again. He started off, didn't he? had Northampton, Port Vale, ended up in the 20, 21s became the number the number two to Giggsy, and then, by default, ended up being the manager. Yeah. And I, I strongly believe the time when Giggsy was suspended or whatever, I believe that um, he was in Robert Page's ear. So I believe that he was picking the team and doing the tactics all that time. And then obviously when Giggsy stepped down, then we've seen the true light and the true standard of what what Robert Page is and what he can do. So I just don't think he's he's the right man. I think he gets the tactics wrong, especially in the Armenia game. There just didn't seem to be any tactics. He didn't have a plan B. And not for me, no. I just don't think he's the right man. But then, like, 
you know, football's a funny old game now. Wales go now. They, they go and beat Turkey. If Armenia do get a point, and then he's going to be everyone. We're all going to be wanting them to be knighted, aren't we? So, mm. when we're talking now on the back of, of that performance, it, it is no. But I still think on, in the long run, he got that job. He was lucky to get the job without a lot of experience. Um, I do believe that Ryan Giggs was in the background picking the teams at the time when he, you know, until he was he properly stepped down. So no, I don't think he's the right man for the job. So who who would it be next? I don't know whether Giggs he should have the opportunity to come back. Mm-hmm. You know that that could be something, or um, I have no idea. Maybe even someone like him, um, good old what's his name, Nathan Jones. You never know. He might want to have a, a little go at the Welsh team. He's never yeah. done that. He hasn't come back into into work for a while since since he left when he was linked with the Cardiff job. But I wouldn't personally continue with with Robert Page. Sorry. So. I heard, I, I saw, I think someone commented earlier, but I saw some people saying on social media that they would get rid of Robert Page, regardless of whether Wales qualify or not, they would still make the change. <clears throat> would you only make the change if they don't no. qualify? No, I'm just saying, no, because if they did qualify, then everyone's like, oh, no, he's he's brilliant. But no, I, I, I stand by what I've said. I believe that he's always been out of his depth. I believe that while Ryan was um, on... Gardner leave when he wasn't hadn't probably stepped down. I strongly believe that he was in the background in Ryan Giggs's ear, um, helping him and, and actually still picking the teams. I, I believe that. And since Ryan's gone completely, I think we've seen the weaknesses exposed of, of Robert Page, which just his tactics are really questionable, aren't they? I I, I believe yeah, they are. They sometimes it's, it's not got the people skills either, is he? I mean, a lot of it I think is why well, you do need people skills as well. You need to keep them easier on side. Like that's what we've got with Errol Bullet now at Cardiff. He's he's got the full package, he's got the people skills, he goes around doing the PR and, and Robert Page hasn't got any of that. So Okay. I mean, like we saw, like you mentioned when Ryan Giggs was on Gardening Leave, which was the Euros, we really saw some questionable like substitutions and stuff like that. But a lot of people excuse that because you know he was stepping into the job and uh, you know last minute sort of thing but to me the world cup was like even worse i, f- I really thought wales were terrible at the, at the qatar world cup and yeah. a lot of that came down to the decisions you know with selections and substitutions and things like this and like he has to take the responsibility there was um, a report a couple of weeks ago which was I got to say, immediately shot down by Noel Mooney, who uh, is one of the top guys at the FAW, who said that apparently this newspaper report said that Noel Mooney wanted Roy Keane to be the next Wales manager. Would you be happy with that? Well, he's got a Celt background, hasn't he? <laughs> so he's got the Celt background, which is always half the, the battle. But yeah, I mean, he's been linked with a few jobs, Roy Keane, hasn't he? So, um, and he and he's done the island. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Roy Keane. He's got the passion. He's got the he's got the experience. Because that's another thing. See, with Rob Page, he never had any experience, did he? Never went anything. He never did anything really. But yeah. at least Roy Keane has got experience, and he's got um, you know, well, you're a Man United fan size. So you know, he was brought up under Alex Ferguson as well. So he's got an insight in how how to do a manager job well. So yeah, I wouldn't mind Roy Keane. It's always nice to have the Welsh person. I yeah. think apart from Nathan, Nathan Jones, now we've gone through all the ones that are, you know, that we could potentially have at the moment. So yeah, Roy Keane, that's quite a good shout. I think like yeah, Nathan Jones is an interesting one. I think with Roy Keane, the one thing you can guarantee is he will expect high standards from yeah. all the players, the the staff, 
everything around it. And I think, look, would he be my first choice? No, probably not. But then I don't think that Wales have the luxury of saying, right, we're going to get a new manager and then having the pick of every manager available around Europe and around the world. We just don't have that luxury because we're a small country. And let's be honest, the Wales job is not as or not viewed by outside people outside Wales as at the same level as, say, the England job or the Italy no, job. It's no. just not. So no. I think it would be different. Like Reese says in the comments, like Steve Cooper would be a good choice maybe in a couple of years when he leaves Forest. Begrudgingly, I'll say that, that I kind of agree Steve Cooper's a decent shout. But I, 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 I asked, I'm sure Rodri won't mind me saying, I asked Rodri um, a couple of weeks back if he thought that his brother would come back after Robert Page leaves. Um, and he said he doesn't think so. But he's, I'm sure he said more so from the Welsh FA side of things. But I don't know. Right, I guess we'll see. Um, Donna, very, very quickly, can you tell me your all-time Welsh eleven? Yeah, I think a lot of them are quite similar to everybody else. It's obviously Sal falling goal, isn't it? I mean, there's there's nobody that's can challenge him for that. I did Andy Marvel because I think he's a like an unsung hero, and he was when I was a teenager going to watch the Wales. He was always there. He seemed Mister Reliable, and he's a really nice guy as well. So I've gone for mm. Andy Marvel, um, Kevin Radcliffe, obviously Ashley Williams. Nice unfortunately, I had to put in, and Danny mm. Gavin. I, I put Danny in. And then, um, obviously, Giggsy, because um, people say that he never played, but when he did play, he was absolutely fantastic. Obviously, our Gary Speed, Ramsey and Gareth Bale. And then Ian Rush up front, and I put John Toshak in. Interesting. See, I put John interesting. No, one, in. no, one had, no one picked John Toshak yet. So that's no, not I interesting. No, I don't really rate Mark Hughes. I never really rated Mark Hughes. And then... But no, I don't. I don't. I remember years ago when I was about thirteen, I asked for a photo, and he said no. I can't believe oh, that's that. Right. So, that's and that's right. like, ever since then, I've always thought, no, I don't like you, Mister Hughes. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's why he's not in my team. Um, no so Bellamy. No, not Bellamy. No, no, who else have we got? No, no John Charles. No Bellamy. No uh, Ernie. No Gunter. No Gunter. Wow. Well, no. well, well, well. Really thrown the cat amongst the pigeons this evening. Yes. There's my, so that's my... Um, Calling for my, Ryan that's Diggs to be the manager. Yes, big fat Dixie. No. Crazy. No, I, I, look, I, I think some people will agree with that. Some people will say, no way, don't want to know. Ultimately, the Welsh FA will do what they want. But um, it'll be interesting, I think, because okay. I think if Robert Page goes... There's going to be interest from him because I feel like he finally qualified for a tournament and got to an international tournament, which he never managed to do as a player, and then wasn't able to, no, to go and manage the team there. So you've got to think that he's got a bit of a an interest in in getting back in there. I would think, yeah. but I guess we'll see. Um, Donna, thank you very much no for worries. coming on. No and joining Thanks us. for having me. Nice to see you, no Sai. Yep, see you soon. Ta -ra. Bye, bye. And last but not least, it is the man with the worst, worst opinion in the history of football. It is Mr. Robert Boyle. How are you, mate? Hello, beautiful. How are we doing? 
I'm all right, mate. I'm always good. Saving the best to last. What's that? Saving the best to last, mate. Of course, mate. There's some outrageous names and stuff being thrown about tonight, mate. Sweet Jesus. Just a record, before I get into it. Go on. um, The Agbo comment was... Outrageous. What? Outrageous. No. Based on how poor Keith Moore was uh, against Armenia... I would have taken Agbo over that performance. That's my that was my reference, not in general. So I think um don't the only reason I would like, I, the only reason I could say I could agree with it is that at least Agbo would be fit and be like running around and pressing and, and chasing. Like I do feel for him and a few others, like Kiefer Moore, just because they're not playing, they just not and then you're going to asking them to play in effectively like two cup finals. And they've played 20 minutes here and there. It's, it's hard. But um, so I don't even know where to start. So Donna says Robert Page should go. Ryan Giggs should be back in the job. Where do you oh, stand Jesus on that, Christ. mate? <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. This, like, <clears throat> I'm not. Hasn't been, hasn't uh, been charged with anything. Was never found guilty of anything. No, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Um, I'm not Page's biggest fan, not in the slightest. Um, and I no, it's just a hard no from me. I tell you what, I would like to see take over is um, if there's gonna be a replacement, is the I can't his name already, the and 21's boy, um, the coach, no, no, the one who's coaching right now from. Ah, uh, balls. Jo- is it uh, Mark Jones? Is it? Uh, yeah, mine's gone blank already. Mark Jones, yeah. Do you know when? Um... Based on how well he's done, mate. In the way has been class. Like the football, I watched the Denmark game before uh, you you went live tonight, mate. And um, you know, five, ten, even maybe less now years ago. We would have got absolutely smashed by Denmark. But the football they were playing was outstanding, which I'll get to in a second. Like my, my you know, I obviously want to talk about the interim ones, but they are literally playing so well. They're so good, so well organized. They know their job, they know the positions, and they actually run. Um which is I them. I was just than... saying I don't know if you were in when I said I said to Dan. I would take some of the 21s. I'd put some of the 21s in the squad tomorrow because you might be in a position with 20 minutes to go where you need to get a goal or two. And I think there's a lot to be said for form. So you've got someone like Kean Ashford, uh, Ashford, who's bang in form, is scoring goals for fun, looks sharp. When a striker is in form... And he's scoring. That's the that's the time to gamble on him when he's in form. Um, just on the under twenty ones managers, obviously Matty Jones. He um was a vastly mate. He was such an underrated player, but his, his oh, career was um, his career was ravaged by injuries, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, he's doing a phenomenal job, mate. And I'd go, yeah, I wouldn't be disappointed if he was the man. If they do make a change, what about this for an outlier from Reese's mum, Craig Bellamy to take over? So I think Bellamy and Keane 
So one of the things which Wales has done so well over the last 10 to 15 years is one, have a togetherness within the squad, but also they've built bridges between the fans and the team so that the fans and the team feel very much like interlinked as as one. And I wanted to make mention of the fans. Like I, I titled this show, Wales Don't Show Up Against Armenia, but the fans do because the fans were just outstanding for the whole game. Travelled over there. The national anthem is banging as always. And the fans never turned on the team, never like and away fans rarely do anyway. They're always the most most vocal and stuff. But um I really like the fans. Wales, the the red wall is phenomenal and they deserve so much credit. And I think someone like Bellamy, potentially, and Keane. They, they have the potential to damage that togetherness, both with the fans and within the squad. Not saying they would, because I think there's a lot of benefits to both. They'd expect high standards, stuff like that. But I mean, Keane shouldn't be nowhere near the Welsh uh, manager job. Like, Donna obviously knows his shit when it comes to Cardiff. Um, she's as big a fan as I've ever met in my life. God, it's it, it wasn't her who said Roy Keane, it was I was referring to um, oh, okay, sorry, to, sorry, uh, to an article. She's, she's still watching, but no, uh, Roy Keane, 100% no, mate, that's absolutely interesting, no, no. I see, I'm not 100% against it. I just think why, why they, would you want him? Why would you want Roy Keane? Because I think, um, he's he'd, got, he'd come uh, in and think he's bigger than the country, like not bigger than the country, but bigger than the squad. He's, he's, that arrogance is just too much for these kids. And there's a lot of kids in our Welsh squad, and I just think, uh-uh. I, I see a, a good argument for, for Ryan Giggs from a purely football point of view. Like, from a, if you take out everything and you just look at it from a football point of view, I think he was doing a phenomenal job until he left or until he was done. But, again... I think he causes a divide straight away because there's, I would say it's probably 50-50 in terms of people who want him and don't, it may be even higher towards people who don't want him. But like, you know, and I've, we've had this conversation before, mate, like he hasn't been, he hasn't been found guilty of anything. So it's like, yeah, I, I know that. If he's, like, if yeah. he's the best man for the job and he wants it, should Wales bring him back? I don't know. No, this asking a question. No, no, no. I, I, I completely get your point. Um, I absolutely do. But like, like I said to you, I would sooner take the, I'd sooner take Matty Jones over him. Yeah, in a, in a heartbeat. Um, I think I think I read in the comments before. Come on, was it Reese said Big Sam? Back in it? Fucking hell, Sam Allardyce, yeah, Jesus Christ. You know, it's like a pop, like, and Reese is saying Sam Allardyce, Jesus Christ. So, so Reese just said, if it's football only, if you're only looking at a football, he said, Oshan Roberts is miles ahead of Giggs. Oh, Christ, so then I think <clears throat> Giggs is a manager with Oshan Roberts is a good combination. However, I'm not saying that I would say, I'm not saying that I think Ryan should come back and have the job. What I'm saying is that. He did a good job while he was there, and I think he doesn't get the credit for the job he did do for Wales because people one harp back to his playing career and missing friendlies, and then two, obviously, the way 
and the reasons why he was gone, you know? But mm. actually, if you break down the job he did from when he took over to when he finished, a lot of the young players who have been integrated and I talked about earlier about there being a lot of young players like Ampadu, who are still young, but they, they're yeah. really experienced in international football. A lot of that is down to him. Yeah, because true. he decided to bin off players like Hal Robson, Carnu, and you know others. Um, how do you see this Turkey game going tomorrow, mate? I do think, myself included, we're underestimating Turkey, <clears throat> but I think they will rest some players because they're already through, so they're going to play some squad players and some young players. It's so difficult to call, mate. I think. It's not the same. Sorry, mate. I was going to say it's not the same Turkey that we played two years ago in the World Cup. Like they were in disarray, weren't they? Like they were asking oh, arguments God. in their camp, and like this is a team that's very together. They got a new manager. They got one or two absolute world class young players. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's they, 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 they're no bags, mate. There's no doubt about it. Like, do you mean to do this well? Don't win the group, do you? What's that? Sorry. You don't win the group if you're not very, no, very good. Especially when you've got Croatia in it. You know, Croatia for, for the last, what, 10 years? I've been one of the top five, 10 teams in the world easily. You know, players like Luka Modric, Mandzukic, Toluca, like, they, you know, there are no mugs like, obviously, going back a few years, but. Turkey's not really been on the map from a football sense since, you know, Christ, someone will correct me, probably early mm-hmm. noughties with like uh, Hakan Suka and Emre yeah. um, Chan and um, uh, I, I forgive me, I, I can't remember. There's a couple of other like well-known household name uh, Turkish players. So they've always for, for the last few years they've been a case of. Um, Oh, Turkey's not the ones they used to be. Oh, Baisai. Turkey's not the ones they used to be. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we can do them over and things like that. But now there seems to be a, a new surgence of young Turks who've come through the, the ranks. And let's not forget, like, Galatasaray and Finnebache and, and a couple of the other Turkish clubs got some of the best youth setups in Europe. Like, the yeah. youth setup is better than a hell of a lot of the British clubs got. What the fuck's got sorry, sorry, me, sorry, Oh, Jesus Christ, it's coming out. <laughs> What's happening? Am I in the Matrix? There we go. Oh, there we are. Sorry. I was just, my, my screen looked like it was going to freeze, so I was getting my phone ready just in uh, case. No, um, it's coming um, out massively then. But, uh, no, I didn't know if you caught me while I was saying, mate. But, um, yeah, the, I know, I heard uh, it all. Well, let's see. The, the, the uh, Turkish club setup is, is outstanding, mate. They got a cracking new setup, similar similar to what Holland has with uh, Ajax and PSV. And um, it's, a, I think, maybe a bit of a sleeping giant, maybe, mate. We, we'll uh, we'll see how they crack on in the next um, uh, next tournament. But long story short, it just depends on the teams that are out tomorrow. Um, that's just going to depend on the result at the end of the day. If Pagey goes for it, if Turkey sit back, but 
I think he's. I do go think they'll rest the players. Mate, I do. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think sorry. Turkey will. I think Turkey will play some some of their younger players. However, I also can see. Um, I can see Page being like quite defensive and and apprehensive in the way he sets up. Whereas I think the way to go, my personally, is to get out early, get the crowd going, and you know, get everything going, get it, get it like really hot atmosphere and stuff. But I don't think he'll do it, mate. I think we'll set up to not concede early. We'll try and keep it solid for half time, yeah. and then you're asking someone to do something special, you know, a moment. And I think we're better than that myself, but. Yeah, absolutely agree, mate. I think that um, the Armenia game was there for the taking. Unfortunately, they caught us off guard right at the start. And this is a cruel way to concede a goal um, within what was it, first six minutes. And um, Armenia knew that they could just park a bus in. They yeah. knew. They got that. And they went out for that. Let's, let's be real. They went out to get that early goal, parked the bus, because we we all know they're difficult to break down, and Wales are not Brazil, so it's going to be very difficult to, to get behind enemy lines, if you like. And um, they did a bloody damn well good job of it. That's the fact of the matter. They, you know, and obviously kept us out for a little while. Um, but he, yeah, the early goal, Took his talk, didn't they? It, um, set a tone for the match, and uh, well, it just made everything more difficult, didn't it? It just yeah, made of course, mate. in the game, and that it just makes it more difficult. Um, right, mate. Um, just to finish us off, what's your prediction for the game tomorrow, mate? Two on Wales. Interesting. That's that. I think that's what Rod has said as well. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to go with one nil Wales. I am. Um, I think yeah. it's going to be tight, and I think it's going to be one of those games. But um, yeah, I think one nil Wales. I fancy Brandon Johnson to have a good game, and I think we'll need Ampadu to really show not just not just his aggressive and defensive side. Like he's very very capable on the ball, and. Um, I think he need we're gonna need that from him and Jordan James. I think both of them are it's a good combo, that is. I like it. Um and hopefully we see some of these twenty ones in on the bench, mate. I'd like to see that to really kick us on and try and get it get it turkey early doors. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I know we we're, we're closing upside, but I think one boy I've been mean, watching the twenty ones in particular is that Stevens lad who's on at Oxford. Um yeah. plays left back, I think. He's got a for me. I'd put him at left back in the next qualifiers or whatever it may be. I'd have him left back, drop Conor Roberts, put Nico back to his right position at right wing back, um, which is which is more natural position for Nico. But that's the last I'll say on him. Fair enough, mate. What a um, space Stevens will be in the, the next squad for me. So 
I want to say uh, big thanks to all the people who come on the show tonight, uh, all the people who've been in the comments and stuff like that. Um, massive thank you to everyone who took part. Um, if this is something you'd like to see in the future more, then uh, let me know and we'll, we'll crack on with it. Um, in the meantime, uh, we'll definitely be back on Thursday for Roger Giggs and football. Uh, also got five players, five players that Cardiff City should look at in the January transfer window. Um, done all the research for it, done all the watching, done all the videos. Just got to record the video tomorrow. So that should be out on Wednesday. In the meantime, we bid you farewell. Take care. God bless. Bloody, bloody, bloody. Oh, there it is. Sports Social Podcast Network.